When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Men on the Internet podcast. Mm, you got the sultry voice going. Right. Let's go. Yes, some more. <laughs> yes. Well, it's it's a sad day uh, for some. For some. Recently, it has been reported straight out of Atlanta that Kevin Samuels, popular YouTuber, has passed away at the age of 57 years old. They are saying it could be due to a heart attack. They're saying it's a lot of things. Really? Yeah. Tell me more. Well, first of all, rest in power to Kevin Samuels. Rest in power. I personally, uh, you know, was a fan. Really? Uh, yeah, I liked a lot of his messaging. I know his tact sometimes wasn't there, and his, uh, you know, he tended to be sharp with his tongue, but he was an asshole. <laughs> but I do think the message that he had was very powerful. I think his intentions were actually good. And I mean, he was an entertainer. So there's those aspects of it that, that are needed Mm. to build a following and all that kind of stuff. But overall, I think that if you listen to the way he, his thought process and what he, his message was, he would be a better person for, you know, doing those type of things. So Mm. uh, that's where I was a fan of his, um, yeah, I've heard a lot of things. You know, there's rumors that it was a drug overdose. Mm. Um, there was rumors that, you know, he drank a lot of Red Bulls mm, consistently. And, you know, some people think that maybe that mixed in with the jab because he was jabbed. Um, oh, boy. Some people are saying that. Uh, obviously, there was a female there, you know, that. I hear that he had just met her the day before. Yeah, supposedly she's a working girl. Oh, I heard she was a nurse. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she got a job. I don't know. I don't know. I've heard, like, you know, nobody, all of this is uncorroborated. All of this is rumors. So, you know. Yeah, alleged. Alleged, right? So only, you know, only a few people probably know the actual truth. We'll see if it ever comes out. But, um, yeah, rest in power to him. The vitriol over this internet, though. Yeah. I, 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 I see it. So I was on Twitter and I seen uh, a lot of men, a lot of men, you know, talking poorly about this guy. And I don't know if it's because these men think that they're impressing women mm-hmm. because they, they are trashing the man after Sims. he's dying. 
simps. In hopes of gaining the female approval. Yeah, I hope, yeah. And it's like, you don't want to do that when somebody's passed away. I understand that maybe you didn't like the way he delivered his message. Maybe you didn't even like his message at all. But he found a space where people connected with him. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these women, didn't they didn't get forced to call his show. Right. So they did it because they knew what he was like. Yeah, they wanted something too. Yeah, maybe, you know, and I, I don't know too much about the show, actually. I've only seen some of the viral, big Did viral right. moments and then like a couple TikToks. But I know like essentially what he's talking about. Right. That's kind of like the manosphere yeah. type of thing. And I just don't understand the celebration of a person's death. Yeah, but I think that's just Twitter. Of course. But, I mean, but that, that would happen. It out there. Right. But what I'm saying is I think that's just where society has gone when it comes oh. to those type of websites. Like people have, like, even if you think about why people are angry with Kevin Samuels, like it's because he has an, a view and an opinion and he's become famous. Mm. That's it, right? Is he like Donald Trump to you? As far as what? Like... He has a view and an opinion, and people support it, and it's not the popular view and opinion. Is it not? Like polarizing? Or oh, are you talking yeah. about uh, just the polarizing aspect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's anybody, right? Mm. That's, that's AOC. That's anyone worth that's their salt. Bernie Sanders. That is, you know. It just so happens to be that you're on the side that you know, that people are allowed about not wanting to support. Sure. Yeah, but okay. also like his views weren't even that crazy, but there are people who are like Kevin Samuels said this, and don't even like cite him. They say this is what he said, this is what he's about. He's a bad person, and people don't even watch his videos. They just they just go off what other people's right. opinions say. Mm. I mean, my understanding of Kevin Samuels, the, the reason why I respect him, I I listen to a lot of interviews that when he was interviewed by people like most recently there was the Joe Budden interview. But I watched I have, that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've seen other interviews that he has done where it's not him talking to one, but he's explaining what he did before. He's explaining why he, what his goal is with what he's doing with his work. He's even speaking about that, you know, why he all of a sudden he became popular. He's like, he, for the longest time, his podcast was just strictly talking to men and, and, mm. and, and telling them like, you expect to have this type of woman or this type of lifestyle, but you're not doing the things that you are you you are need to do to be able to get to that mm -hmm. aspect mm -hmm. he's like but nobody was listening to that aspect. he's like the gary v of relationships he's like nobody is gary v controversial uh just viral, viral. but it just oh, okay. but it's just like nobody was paying attention when he was um telling men that they're not doing the the right things or their expectations are not uh, conducive to their work ethic or what they're doing when he was telling men to get their shit together. Mm. People weren't listening. It's like, uh, it wasn't until women, obvious, men yeah. are always supposed to get their acting. Yeah. Right. But when all of a sudden women started calling into the show and he was having that same type of energy towards women by saying, Hey, you're, you're looking for a man that's in the top one percentile of wage earners, but what are you bringing to the table? Hmm. to expect that type when he's giving that same message to women. Now, all of a sudden people started listening. Women started saying, how could you do that? All that kind of stuff. Like hmm. that's what, he, that's where he, his 
his thing kind of went. And, you know, everybody's going to have their opinion. Obviously, um, I think society is becoming way and way more sensitive. Mm. And I think, you know, that's natural because I think previously it was not like nobody cared about your feelings and your emotions to an extreme level. Now, you know, I think it's extreme the other way and hopefully in time it'll even out. But, you know, in this realm where people are just sensitive and it's all about how you feel versus what's real, you know, a guy like Kevin Samuels passes away and, you know, people are going off of their emotions and not what's real. So let me, let me bring this up. It makes me think about the usefulness and the importance of a human's ego. And what I mean by that is, on average, people think your ego is a negative thing, Mm -hmm. right? Like, oh, you were leading with your ego. That's why you made this dumb emotional decision. But I think that you're supposed to have um, uh, a strong sense of self self Mm -hmm. and also belief in oneself coursing through your veins so but but at the same time like if you have too little you then become you know you have low self-confidence and you're you're no longer uh, able to uh view the world in the proper way but if you have too much you become arrogant and before you keep going i want let's define ego first because what you're defining to me is an ego tell me but what, how, how would you define ego? And let's start from there. Okay, I would define it as like the, the section of your thinking that allows you to be comfortable with yourself, your abilities, and your accomplishments. Okay. Do you want the real definition? T- tell me. Uh, it's noun. A person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance, a boost to my ego, similar to psychoanalysis, the part of the mind that med- mediates between the conscious and the unconscious and is responsible for re- reality testing and a sense of personal identity. Okay. So kind of sense in the of same, self. yeah, right. same in the same thing. So to me, it's like if we compare it to confidence, some of these people that are listening to the, what Kevin Samuels is saying come in with low confidence, right. with a low sense of self, and then he exposes that that's how you feel and the exposure, the truth, triggers anger. Right. But somebody who is like Kevin Samuel, who appeared to be an arrogant person, appeared to be, mm-hmm. uh, is somebody who was f- treading above that line of acceptable ego, showcase of ego in society. Mm-hmm. So I think in the sense of like why people are so sensitive, quote unquote, sensitive or whatnot, I think people have lost their ability to showcase and tread between the lines of acceptable ego in society. Right. If you think about it, a lot of people have very, very low self-confidence. Sure. And that is one of the downfalls to our generation. Yep. But that's where I say where ego to me. So we've had discussions previous about connotation, right? Mm -hmm. So words are words, that people put connotations on. So I would say, and I don't know if you guys agree when people say ego, there's a negative connotation to that because it's always brought up in a form of maybe narcissism. Mm -hmm. Like this dude has a big ego, Mm -hmm. but when ego is really your sense of self. So maybe, um, 
you know, I remember 50 Cent always talks about this. The line between arrogance and confidence is really about who's who's interpreting it. Mm. Right. Mm. So um, you could be an extremely confident person to yourself. But to somebody who, like you just said, is insecure, they look at that confident person and think they're arrogant. But um, to that person that is the confidence, like let's say in the sense of 50 Cent, he's like, I've only ever had myself. So if mm. I'm not um, confident in my abilities and in myself, there was nobody I could run to to help me out. Mm-hmm. So my uh, that so he's like so to you who's insecure, you're looking at me and you're saying I'm arrogant. Mm-hmm. But to me, this confidence is what got me to where I where I needed to be because That's I right. never let another person's view of me ever downplay how I viewed myself. And so, uh, are there arrogant people? Absolutely. Where mm-hmm. I think where confidence is stemmed from other people's views of you, I think that's where confidence can turn into arrogance because now you need other people to validate you. Mm -hmm. But when your validation just comes from yourself, I think that's confident. I think, I think that truly confident people can intimidate unconfident people. And so the easiest way to brush off accountability of your own, uh, work on yourself is to look at somebody and say, they're wrong. They're arrogant. They're Mm -hmm. egotistical. It's a defense mechanism. So when I see a lot of these people come out and say these things about Kevin Samuels right now, to me, it's sensitivity, lack of being able to uh, deal with your own emotions, Mm. and lack of accountability for yourself. It's easier just to point the finger at somebody else and be like, well, they're the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Who who are we watching? Who are we watching? Not them. We're watching Kevin Samuels. Yeah. Mm. Do you guys... um do you guys fare well with women with strong self-confidence? Women with strong? Yeah, women. Yeah. Depends. Tell me. So it depends on where that confidence stems from. Mm. Because uh, women that are successful can do their own, that like, handle their own business, come with all that kind of stuff, but have the mentality that men ain't shit. Mm -hmm. I don't do well with that type of mentality. Right. Because that's, that's not, that's, that leads into arrogance. Well, because now she's so arrogant. She's so, she thinks so much of herself that everyone else is lesser than could be, or she just, the reason why she's used the, um, the sense that she can't depend on men to become use that to uh, fuel her to become successful and, and whatnot. And because of that, no man will ever be good enough because she doesn't need you. She doesn't need a man anymore. Right. So that becomes tough when you're a man mm-hmm. and uh, you're dealing with a woman who in her mind has, doesn't need a man. Right. Mm-hmm. So that level of confidence, I think, because I applaud that woman because you know, she's successful and all that kind of stuff. That's hard. Like, I don't ever take away from somebody who's been able to, to you know, make something of themselves. Right. But it for me, it's difficult to deal with the mentality that most men are trash. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But a confident woman that understands uh, that doesn't need a man, but appreciates a man mm-hmm. or uh, understands the value of having a man in their life and stuff like that. Yeah, that, I, I, 
I much rather I much rather deal with that type of woman than somebody that's insecure and mm-hmm. non confident. So I love a confident woman. Mm-hmm. Same. I, I love it. Same. It's just like a magical thing because when folks don't have confidence in themselves and they're in a relationship, right? It almost becomes the job of the other person to try and always lift you up. It can. Yeah, it can right? become the job. And then you kinda make you kinda make yourself the the chief of lifting you up, but there's nothing you can do to make the other person feel better. Right. Or think better of themselves. And then it just becomes this then you become angry. You know, because it's like, why don't you see yourself the way I see you? And so for me, I to me, like when I remember I complimented her. I was like, you are so pretty. She was just like, I know I am, but I appreciate you telling me that. I was that's like, dope. I was blown away. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. I, boy, I flew it to the next building. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. You know, and then, but like, there's also like comp, the, the, the like career women too that like, yes. you know, they know the vibe, you know. They know that they can go into a space and and take over and do whatever they got to do and come back home and tell you about it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Right. You know, because now it's not my job to tell you, like, you can do it, you know, and knowing that you probably you may agree with me. Mm-hmm. But then when you go to bed at night, you start thinking, like, I don't think I can. And then it, it, it kind of can turn you into, like, a sad person. You know what I mean? But. Yep. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, no, I was just agreeing. Okay. So I think my ability to deal with confident women is based off of how confident, where my confidence level was at. Mm -hmm. So when I wasn't very confident, I think I struggled to deal with confident women because I was insecure. Yeah. So if you're an insecure man dealing with a confident woman. Oh, no, it's not a good mix. It's not a good mix. Right? I told you guys about that lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. Boy, I thought I was confident until I saw that penthouse. Yeah. <laughs> right? The $33 gummy bears. Yes. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. Why hey. should you <laughs> walk in like, ah, nice place. This is a dump. <laughs> <laughs> you should see my place. I have tile. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't swing with a $13 chair? <laughs> I, got, I got my own parking spot, right. baby. Yes. Tell me about it. Right. So Tandem. as my Tandem. confidence, <laughs> as my confidence is, uh, risen and you know where it's at right now like my confidence in myself or my ego by the actual definition not the negative connotation the ego is is healthy and strong that's all i want to deal with Mm -hmm. in fact insecure women are kind of a turnoff because there's so much more work to like an insecure woman has so much more work to be able to get to a level where it could be a healthy relationship. Yeah. That it's just like, it's kind of like a waste of time. Like, especially now where I think the, as you get older, the time you can invest into someone before it gets to a certain place is so much less, right? When you're younger, you can spend five years on a relationship trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. Right. But when you're in your, early thirties, mid thirties, late thirties, like most of us are. Um, are you 30 yet? Nope. Okay. So you're 24, 28, 28. Okay. Okay. So like most of us are, you don't have that time. Mm-hmm. You can't spend five years on seeing Depending if it works on what out. you want. Well, let's say you want like something that's going to turn into serious, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't have five years to figure it out. Yeah. Right. So if 
a portion of that has to do with even getting someone healthy enough to be able to be in a healthy relationship. Yeah. That is just a waste of energy and time. So yeah. you really got to find somebody that's already done the work. Cause that's work that you have to do on your own, yeah. whether it be through therapy, whether it be through, you know, self-evaluation and then just making moves in your life that cause you to be successful. Like if you're insecure about the amount of money you make mm-hmm. until you've put yourself on a path to make more money, like no outside yeah. force is going to be able to help you with Stuff that. For real. That's why I tell men that like, don't search, don't search for it. You know, go your own way. There's, there's a whole thing that Kevin Samuels is about, like called MGTOW men going their own way. Mm. It's not like incel. It's like, uh, women are, uh, it's, it's not, it has nothing to do with women. It's just like, Hey, you're a man. Go find your own path, your own way. Don't worry about what women are doing. Don't be searching for it. Cause in that, when you do that, it will come to you. Mm. It'll come to you in droves, and I've, I've experienced that like firsthand. As soon as I started doing stuff like that, like what, whew. like what, I did not focus on women's needs above my own. It's not like I was being selfish, but I was like, I'm not gonna be like, I'm not gonna bend over backwards. I'm not going to simp for women. Okay, I'm going to focus on what I want to do, and then if you want to come, sure. Like men are islands, women are boats. That's what. That's the whole. Mm. kind of prophecy kind of thing now was that different for you women are boats like before you started focusing on that what were you feel like you were like bending over backwards for women and stuff like that like my dad he taught me like you know find a good woman and dedicate your life to her and he was in love with this woman and i thought like oh yeah that's that's what i want and then turns out his woman was like eh kind of shoved him aside and now he's like scrambling for it like in his 60s i'm like oh god that's not what i want at all so i flipped it i stopped being just nice to everybody i stopped you know oh you're a woman uh, i'll hold the door before you metaphorically still hold the door for, door for women but i'm not just going out of my way to do it mm-hmm. i'm not going out of my way to just like do these things i still do nice things for my girlfriend but i'm not just oh like what does she want what does she need i need to give it to her you're not sacrificing yourself to exactly. make her happy. So guys should not be doing that. Cause if you, if a girl sees a guy who's like, he's on a path, I want to cling to him. You'll have to be brushing him off. <laughs> You'll have like that. I'm, I'm serious. Like I, it was a night and day for me. I didn't mean to cut you off Kelby. Cause I know you wanted to delve into that. Bo- bo- no, no, no. You, I'm thinking a lot right now. So explain that. What is your Shoot. understanding of men are islands, women are boats? I'm, 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 I, the way that I'm thinking about it right now is w- what you said. Men are islands, women are boats. Islands stay put, but the boats come to the island. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm. Okay. I get it. I get it. Is that a misogynistic way of thinking? Well, think, think about this. Misogyny, again, has that negative connotation right. to it. But in reality, like women want classically misogynist men. The what is misogyny? It's just male dominated. It's the, you're, you're so a man. Massages? Yeah, <laughs> I had a guy. I had a guy massaging. <laughs> <laughs> Masseuse guys. <laughs> no. All right, let's get to let's get the real uh, definition. Misogyny. Because that's I think what's being attacked, right? The Kevin Samuels, um, you you're seeing like this mm-hmm. group of where they're saying misogynistic men. Even like an article to uh, they said you know Kevin Samuels misogynist passes away at you know. Um, oh so toxic masculinity is being attacked, right? Misogyny. So when people are, when what used to be called like masculinity, male confidence, things like that now is misogyny, toxic masculinity. So what is the definition of misogyny? Okay. I have the definition of, I had a definition of misogamy. That's a person that hates marriage, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew that word. I did not know that. 
I have the definition of misog- misogynistic here. Uh-huh. And it says a person who dislikes, despises, or is strongly prejudiced against women. Hmm. So, it, like, it, it is a negative connotation because it that's, is negative. Again, they changed the definitions to kind of suit the norm. What, where is that defined? Okay. Okay. Is that like Webster's? It was, um, is that Oxford? I just, Oxford, Oxford? Let's see. It's from, I just typed it on Google. It's the first name popped up. But then now I have misogyny. Okay. Dislike of, contempt for, or ingrained prejudice against women. The example sentence is, she felt she was struggling against thinly disguised misogyny. Okay, so it is a negative word. Right. So that is negative then. Permanent. In a sense. No, no. No, it the, is. So <laughs> when, people, when people say misog- when people say you're mono- misogynistic, they're, u- they're using that to negative, to like, dox to do- like say you're so being negative. I so like, so they're, they're but masculinity, something- right? So what, 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 what maybe I see, like Kevin Samuels I saw was more of a masculine person, mm-hmm. but they're looking at it like it, by, by being masculine, you are being misogynistic. Yeah, okay. So, but I think that there's a, a difference between those two things. Mm-hmm. So, once again, by uplifting men, you don't have to put down women. Right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in some, what some people are seeing is by saying men are like this, men should be like this, men should be treated like this, th- their connotation is, well, now you're, you're saying women are a certain way. And you're being misogynistic. And I think there needs to be a space where men can be men. Kind of like why we created this podcast in the first <laughs> place, right? Where there's a safe place where you can talk about what men need to be and what men should be. And a lot of what we talk about also is men have to hold themselves accountable, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like when we talk about like in the housewife episode, I made it a point that the reason why women are changing is because men have changed. There's not the, um, the, the, provider man isn't the same as our parents' generation, um, which is why women have changed. Well, let me ask you about that. Because it's something I've been thinking about all week. The Being a provider. Mm-hmm. I can go into a whole spin about this, but I want to ask about one specific part of it, and that's appreciation. Mm-hmm. I feel like the previous generation fell into uh, gender roles where they were like, man provides, woman does, you know, housewife and uh, 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 motherly duties. Maybe not the previous generation, but the one before that. And I feel like it's clear men die before women, mm-hmm. right? Like they, they stress over life. They work themselves to death. They, and, and then I kind of feel like there's no appreciation for what a man does. Because if you think about it, what you hear a lot in the divorce is he worked so much that I never saw him and we fell out of love. Or my dad wasn't around because he was always working. So, you know, that's why me and my mom have a connection, but I don't really talk to my dad. And it's just like things like that that I'm just like, where's the appreciation for for what men do? And in the future, is that, or in the present really, is that one of the reasons why men are kind of like, I don't, they're, they have a dislike for marriage. I don't know. Because I also think that that could be used as a scapegoat for men not wanting to handle their responsibilities. But what if they they just don't accept the responsibilities versus, versus no, no, I'm what I'm saying, when you're like saying appreciation, 
Yeah. When you're saying the, 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 the husband that just worked all the time and wasn't there to support their kids or d- build a relationship, all that kind of stuff. Right. And they should be appreciated for just being able to give you a lifestyle or bring in money. I don't, that's what I'm saying. That, you don't think that deserves it? No. I think that's only one aspect of what a man should do. A man should never let their children feel like they don't have a father. Right. But now we're talking about, but what if they don't make enough money to always be there? Sure. But that's, that's part of the accountability a man has to show. That's Mm. not the child's fault. That's your fault as a man. So you, you shouldn't have had the kid. You should have made better decisions in your life to make sure. And what I'm saying is women are adapting to the fact that we are making it okay for men to have kids that aren't able to be the father the right way. They, they're not providing in a way that they should, uh, not only financially, but emotionally giving stability. Like we can't expect women to um, treat men a certain way if us as men aren't going to do the things that we need to do to give women what they need to be the type of women that we need we want them to be so that's what i'm saying is Mm. like that's where it's eroding so when we're talking about maybe there's not always the right um leader or maybe the right like uh mouthpiece or uh the, the the person that's being elevated to represent what men are or what men should be. So that's yeah, we what have it. It's Sierra's husband. <laughs> yeah, Russ. Could be. Well, here's what I mean to say. Because you said, you said no to the appreciation part. Yeah. And it just makes me think about this, right? Like, okay, you said your mom never worked, right? But she, she was a housewife and a mom. Correct. And chances are on Mother's Day, you don't miss that. No. Right? Or Father's Day. Okay, so you appreciate Father's Day. But my dad isn't just somebody who paid for things to me. Right. And that's what I'm saying is he's a real man. But okay. But I mean, culturally, cause you, you, you're like me from a different culture. Yeah. Inside we're different culture inside of the larger American society. But in, on average in America, fathers are not that important. They're, they're, they're important for the do this, do this and do this. You have to be accountable for the decisions you made. Da, 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 da. I disagree. Tell me more. What I'm saying is I think a certain father is like that. So I love my mother. Mm-hmm. Like I have a lot of love for my mom. The respect level I have for my dad is different. Respect. So when you say appreciation, the, the, thing, the way I look at my dad and what he was able to do for me, my mom, my sister, the, the lifestyle he created and just everything he managed and balanced, mm-hmm. like powerful. He's on a pedestal, can never do any wrong. Even yes, if but, he but does I'm wrong. Outside of your situation. But I what I'm saying is I think that men have like sons or children will have that respect and that appreciation for a man that actually does all the things that I've saw, seen my dad do. I can't wait to tell my dad all this. When I was about back. to. I was. I was getting lotto tickets. I was gonna say. I was gonna turn around and see who here respects their fathers. He, he'll be back um, soon. Yeah, but <laughs> if he was the type of person that you would expect a father to be, you'd probably have respect for him. The fact that he wasn't that way is why you have the right, view right, of right. him as he is. So exactly. he wasn't. He he's a he's a he's a father yeah. by because he had a son, but he didn't do the things he needed to do to be there for. In a way they should do, should have done. That's what I'm saying. I think the what what men are valuing or what men 
what is defined as a man's manner, masculine men, is being um, gaslit by men that aren't people that I would look at and say that's a that's a real man. Mm. I think about my dad, mm-hmm. and I think my my mom is like the one. You know, she's the provider, realistically. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad was around. You know, he wasn't not around. He was there. And he's, he's not a bum or anything like that. But I never, like, latched on to the way that you think about it. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes I, th- I feel bad about it because the things I wish my dad did are n- maybe not that important. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish he, like, had a better career or, like, made wiser decisions. Even though he didn't make bad decisions and I can understand them but I just wish like some of those I just wish you sacrificed how you felt for the greater good right and um, though he was there you know there's a bit by Chris Rock where he's like you just have to be there for your child you know if you want to avoid them being a stripper or something just be there and I'm just I've always like fought against that because I just don't think presence is enough yeah I agree Tools. And also providing is not enough. Correct. I think a man has to have a moment in their life where they provide. Like the bare necessities, right? You have a place to sleep, you have food to eat, you have clothes on your back, you go to school, blah, blah, blah. But then you have to make decisions in your life where in the future, the family has to be able to live and sustain on what you've done in the past so that your presence and your provider instinct are both there. Yeah, you have to be able to give tools. You have to be able to guide. You have to be able to create a safe place. You have to be able to protect. You can't do all of those things if you haven't put in the work yourself to, like, how good of a role model can you be if you don't have the presence of mind to know right from wrong or teach? You know what I mean? So those are all aspects that are important. Like, your the father was the first you know, teacher of how to teach man to be a man, right? Mm. How to, how to approach a woman, how to treat a woman, how to, um, provide like back in the day, there wasn't school and all that kind of stuff. What your dad did is what you did. So he taught you how to be, if you were a blacksmith, if he was a blacksmith, he taught you how to be a blacksmith. You know, if you were, if he was a farmer, you're a farmer, you know what I mean? And, and now as society has deemed gotten better and better. Now it's like, okay, I lay a foundation. You need to be better than me. But I need to have given, done all of this to be able to give you a chance to be even better. And that's what I look for. Last question for you. Do you think that fathers in American society are revered and are respected as much as mothers are? No. I just think there's less fathers. But for the ones that are there, I'm talking about yeah. like a real good dad. Do you think that they are they get the shine they deserve? That was what I was trying to say. No. Got you. I, I think they would buy the their children. No, I disagree. I don't think by society. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't. I don't because society dictates a lot of what happens in your internal self. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it only mom, depends on how much you allow that. No, but you you are that's that goes into the conversation of nature versus nurture. Sure. Well, here's the thing: we're not we're not the squeaky wheel. Men are not the squeaky wheel in society. We don't get the grease. Like we get, to, we do the work, but then when it comes down to Titanic, we stay in the boat. But what what do you what do you define as revered? I just I just feel like in American society, people think that dads are not important. 
I think that's what they're trying to create. They're trying to create the sense that dads are not important? Yeah. I think they already did. I don't think they yeah. have. Yeah, I they think did. that there's a big movement that's trying to... Uh, because so many men, and I think this happens more, and I'm outsider looking in, so I don't know how this is going to come off. Uh-oh. This is big in like the black culture. Cut the camera. Oh <laughs> Sorry, Kelby. Oh, my God. No, but, but I see that more in that community where it's like, coast on me on this, bro. Don't make this okay. a joke because okay. we're trying okay. to be okay. serious. Okay. All right? go ahead, go ahead, go so, um, so, but it is. like, bec- But I think it's, um, what's it called? I think it is a repercussion of men not taking accountability of, uh, for of their what they need to be doing. You got to add something to that, like men not taking accountability, but no one taking accountability. The men not taking accountability, because if you just dump your kids now, it's like ah, eh, right. What are they gonna do? But so to me, if that's the mentality of a man, I don't look at that guy as a man. Okay, what I'm gonna say is I don't think it's a black thing, or in the black community, I think it is an economic thing. Yes, I agree with that, and I think that when you are born in a certain place. And you're raised a certain way, either by your, if you have a single mom and, or dad is not around or available in the streets, raise you or whatever. I think that is very hard to change your mind once things have settled Mm -hmm. in your brain. And the reason why I may feel like it's a part of the black community, but that's, it's, it's mainly because a lot of the black community lives in these lower, uh, um, socioeconomic places. So uh, I ultimately think that there are plenty of white people or Latino people who live in this environment where certain decisions have to, have been made and it's passed down f- generation to generation. And I don't know if you ever met a hard-headed person, somebody who's ingrained in whatever they believe. Right. You can never change their mind. Yeah. And there's no information you could give them that's going to make them say, Oh, I see it different now. I'm going to. And that's once you, you know, you have a child who's in a certain environment for 15 years, 18 years. The way of lifestyle is that forever. Even if you look at people like WAC 100, who is a grown man, right? And I'm not saying anything bad about him, but like his mentality is still kind of like old school. Old school, pyro, gangster, da, 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 things that you would normally see like a young man would be involved in, but he's he's not yeah. that, you know, and he still portrays this lifestyle that you would imagine a man would probably kind of like not be a part of. Mature out of. Right, right. And so um, I think about those things where it's like if you are set in stone by the time you're 18, you're going to do whatever your dad did. Right. You know, because, hey, that's what happened. For sure. And, and very small group of people can get out of that. And I think you did a real good job correcting me because it isn't a race thing. It's definitely an economic thing. Yeah. So um, I apologize. But uh, for sure, it is an economic thing. Um, Finally, it's not me but, doing it. But yeah, but. Um, <laughs> I know you were thinking. Well, I no. just, what I, what I meant, what I meant was just like, it's more prevalent. You see that yeah. as a narrative, right? Yeah. That, um that's there but it is based off of that more than culturally because there's a ton of 
any culture, there's going to be ex- uh, there's going to be uh, examples of great fathers. Mm-hmm. There's going to be examples of poor fathers. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it, it, and so it's not a, a cultural thing by any stretch of imagination. But, but yeah, I think that that's where it stems from. And to bring it all back full circle, like I think Kevin Samuels was bringing out this notion of what a man should be. And it just got hijacked for entertainment purposes that it ended up being more about women. Mm-hmm. But the, the basis of, of what I think his initial message is, men have to be accountable to men. And once you become a better man, then you could be you know better for women. And I also think that maybe his message was for all people. Uh, recognize yourself in order for you to recognize what you want, your surroundings, and what you desire. Yeah. Rest in power to... Kevin Samuels. We'll catch you on the next episode.